Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Happy weekend. I uh, hope you are having uh, either recovering or having a Merce is in the purse vibe uh, for this weekend. But we are here to discuss headlines and we are going to start off with, well, maybe not something that caught major headlines, but for us, it was the highlight of January, our event with Craig. So we were invited to moderate um, a what they were calling a fireside chat, but just a Q&A session with Craig at the Kansas City or Johnson County um, Home and Garden Show at the Overland Park Convention Center. And we really can't say it enough. Craig is such a nice guy. He waited for every single per every single person that wanted to take a photo with Craig at both Friday and Saturday got to do so. He talked to everyone, but he also spilled a little tea. So we wanted to talk a little bit about that. Um, he is opening up a Nashville store. Um, and he mentioned that several times. He's really excited about that. He is doing another line with Paige. And it's going to be pink. pink, which, you know what, with her Christmas tree, I could see that. She's really a black and white type of girly, but she's leaning into some of the pink and a little bit of color. And then um, one thing I thought that was kind of cool is he talked about um, more about like this kind of like the fourth wall. Like he mentioned Cam, how like Cam would come not come back to Southern Charm, but she would do another project as long as it's not Southern Charm. And he kind of said, you know, they burned her there. And I think that was with the whole Catherine, like trying to start that rumor that he, you know, her husband was cheating when like, I don't think anybody was really buying that or believing it. Um, but he and Cam are still really good. He would love for her to come, like come do something else. And she's open to it, which I don't know. I was surprised by that. I just thought she was sort of done. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised to hear that as well. He also, with his business, um, he eventually wants to be in every home in your house and every room in your house. Uh, thank you. That was, that was of course, yeah. I got that wrong. Yeah. Uh, every room in your house, but one of those has to do with the kitchen. And so he said, there should be what's wrong with my baking coming out soon. So we'll see to what degree and what that means. But the man is filling up his pockets, honey. He is expanding his business. He is a gem. No, we are not paid to say all of this at all. We weren't he, paid anything, to be honest. We just showed up. We got free we just tickets showed up. to the show. That's about it. And access to Craig. We yeah. that's basically what we what we got. Um and, you know, people are always like, did he smell like anything? No, I mean I couldn't smell. He smelled good. I mean, I, he didn't smell one way or another. He didn't smell bad, but he is a tall drink of water. He is as handsome as he appears and just a genuine, genuine also, human. Also, his sweaters were so soft. <laughs> very, very soft. I know, Like, we took a photo, you know, you put your arm kind of around each other. I was like, this is a very soft sweater. Um, very soft sweater. So. Another thing that was interesting, so he talked about how in the beginning with Southern Charm, um, that, like, actually – some of the cast was already friends with people in Vanderpump Rules or Summer House, but they weren't mixing. Um, he said Bravo hadn't become Marvel Universe yet, which I really enjoyed because I also like the Marvel movies. Um, basically saying like it used to just be if somebody was Iron Man, you only saw them in Iron Man. So if somebody was in Southern Charm, you only saw them in Southern Great Charm. Great analogy. Yes, it was perfect. And now it's like we're intermixing and we see Paige on Southern Charm and Craig on Summer House and all but Stasi was good friends with him and would come to Charleston while they were filming. And she'd be like off behind the camera, like drinking and laughing. And then when they would rap, they would hang out with Stasi. And so he said, like, he kind of, it's a shame that she, you, 
she never got to be on Southern Charm because she was actually physically there in the same place while they were filming. And that um, he, when he has his, um, the the next season big party is going to be, or big like all cast event is going to be a party at his house because his backyard is done. Everything is done. And he is inviting Stassi and Bo and it sounds like they're going to come. So I know that could be a little polarizing for some people, but um, I do think there is an appetite out there for Stassi and Bo. Whether she wants it or not. But in that capacity is a a little bit different because she does have a relationship with him. Um, And we're also hearing rumblings that it could be filming in spring. Yes. So we don't know who. He kept saying if we come back and people were getting worried about that. And he said he always says if because if he says when and the season hasn't been announced, contracts haven't been signed, then all of a sudden he's like, Bravo gets mad at me. And was like, we haven't announced this season. Why are you assuming it's happening? I think it's safe to say it's going to happen, though. Uh, Yeah, definitely. And it's safe to say he will be back as well. So we love Craigie and stay tuned on his business ventures. We're making a trip to Charleston with the husbands this spring. So we will be boots on the ground and we'll let you know if we hear anything else. Okay, let's talk about this bitch. Um. Choosing Titan words. Vial. Nick Vial. I went on a tangent. You guys heard me. So many of you, thank you for sending your kind messages. Um, I felt like I was like fishing for compliments in a way, but um, I'm not going to deny them. So thank you <laughs> so much for fulfilling that. But this bitch has attached himself to all things Bravo without even watching the damn show. That's my thing. So people are like, don't we want more, more people entering the Bravo verse? A hundred percent. Like, Yes, this is not like a, you weren't here first, you can't come in now. But my issue with him is he just sees dollar signs. He's like, oh, Southern Charm had a lot of seasons, a lot of ratings this season. Vanderpump Rules was all everyone talked about. So I'm going to have all of these people on my podcast. He is going to deny this, but we have a like direct accounts from people. He pays the guests to be on his show. He does not watch these episodes. Like it just, it's like kind of infuriating for those who are like, in the space, love Bravo and talk about it. And we don't have a big name because we weren't on a show and we're not paying guests. So it just, there is a frustration to it. Um, and I will say the Bravo world, we're kind of like over him. He's sort of like Howie where it's like, do your homework. Enough. Enough. So Vanessa commented enough on one of his posts. Morgan P. Talk said, how much do you think he paid them? He commented zero. Uh, and then deleted it. So obviously she struck a nerve. This was a response to our comment too. So it was like kind of buried, buried. in there. He yeah. had a, he found that. So anyway, I think, you know, I will tell you guys, um, I'm sure there's a lot of Reddit out there. There is drama oftentimes amongst different accounts and different worlds. We are very fortunate in that we don't have any beef with any accounts that we're aware of. If somebody out there doesn't like us, it, uh, news to us, but we don't have any issues, but it does feel like Nick is someone who um, likes to kind of pit himself against other. Accounts. It's just so fucking, it's just, it's annoying. It's fucking annoying. I'm going unhinged. I do also want to point out, cause someone's like, well, they were on special forces together. Then talk about special forces. Yeah. You know, like fine. Like they developed a relationship, but he also was bringing in Vanderpump and not knowing like anything of Scandaval. I'm like, do your fucking homework. If you're going to have Whitney Rose on for Salt Lake, watch the entire season and then ask her the hard hitting questions about Monica. Don't go in blindly and having your assistant giving you the bullet points. Cause that's that's the type of shit that pisses me off because we are full-time working moms. We have 
jobs. We are parenting and doing kids, whatever, all of the above. And we're doing this on the side and this fuck just waltzes in. Okay. I'm done. I was also too like fans of the Bravo world. When you like, we get excited to listen to these type of interviews, but if it's going to be like bad, it's like, come on, like have some enthusiasm, do some research. Like when we have people on the show that we don't necessarily maybe know a ton about, we're going to go watch shows that they were on. We're going to research them. Even when we do know a little bit about them, like you dig a little deeper. So I got activated, but he did have Schwartz and Sandoval on there. And it was a kind of a nothing burger in the sense, at least that Sandoval is still an asshole and still sucks. He, some of the points that Sandoval, honestly, at this point, you would think this man would be smart enough to just apologize and carry on. Nope. He nope. continues to uh, well, dig no. his own grave. He was a victim in this relationship. He was a victim and that he was constantly getting belittled all the time with Ariana. He also showed up to the interview very late. Um, Schwartz, I think, was like cringing the entire time. He also said that he offered a settlement um, on the house. Yeah. So he says Ariana is making it seem like he's a psychopath for wanting the house, even though Sandoval's dad kept the house when him and his wife were divorced. Okay. <laughs> Not okay that's same. your dad. Like, and yeah. Not the same. He offered Ariana $3.1 million to leave the house when they bought it for $2.05. They both paid $250K for a down payment. Says Ariana hasn't made it, paid a single bill in the house in eight months. Tom said he put in solar panels and did construction, built a gym, says Ariana is being petty because she doesn't want him to have the house and says that she has everything going for her and she should accept the 1 million over whatever they paid. I feel like, and again, if you are a lawyer or into um, the real estate business, I would imagine it has to do with the equity in the bar that he pulled out because I don't know how much it was, but with uh, Schwartz and Sandy's, like yeah. I, I feel like there's something there where he would need to pay that back to her if it's if they took out um, part of that mortgage. I don't know. So yeah, I don't know. And I also feel like too, he's like making it seem like he's this like hero because he's offering her more than what they paid for it. Well, no shit, dude. If you go to sell it, you're gonna sell it for more than what you bought it for. Like everyone's talking about how houses are like the. Um, the way houses are like value is increasing at such a rapid rate that like people can't afford homes right now. So it's like, you're not like this saint because you're offering her more than what you guys paid for it. I also think for her, it's a little bit of like a, I don't want to stay in this house, but why should I be the one to move out? I I think too, for her, like we said, she's so busy. I don't know. Like I, I don't know how often she's actually in the house, but anyway, I I don't know. Let's Uh, also keep in mind, this is a man who like, lied to a woman's face while sleeping with her friend. So let's take everything with a grain of salt. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Sandoval also apparently is being a silent partner with Schwartz and Sandy's. So he's not going to be as present. I think they've been kind of doing that for a while. So that's not fully surprising to me. Also, Ariana is convinced that Billy Lee is living in the house with Sandoval. Um, Just based on a hunch, she mentioned that in an interview uh, she's like, I think Billy Lee literally lives in my house right now. She goes over over often just to hang out like a lot of Tom's other friends. That's it. Uh, she says she, but people, Sandoval's denying that. So I, I don't know what's going on there. And Tom managed to find his next victim. He is supposedly dating this really hot woman, uh, Victoria Lee Robinson. He's been spotted with. 
Um, a lot of you message like she thinks she can save him. I think there is like a sense of like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break. be the different one. Yeah. Also, clout chasing. Like, let's be real. She could easily be using him for Vanderpump Rules, like, or her own whatever. Just more followers. Yeah. That that too, or like potentially get on the next season. Like, let me date this guy, get mm-hmm. my TV debut. Like. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Um, we are not listening to Rachel's podcast. We know she's been reacting to things. We wish her well. Yeah. But we are not going to cover any of that. So if you're interested, I know there's like Reddit threads and things um, in regards to recap or someone's probably recapping it out there. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Ariana's Broadway debut. We are actually going to go see her in uh, a month from tomorrow. We will be in New York. Um, but yes, yeah, she had her Broadway debut. Lala and Katie were there. Um, interesting that Sheena was not. No, it was Sheena. Oh, that's right. Sheena was there. Yes. Yeah. Katie, um, was, not. Katie was not. So um, interesting. But yes, she looked great. Um, the feedback. I mean, we saw a lot of people post from it. I thought it was really cool. There were a lot of people that wait waited um, for her, you know, to leave, like, which is common with Broadway shows. It's not like they're like stalking her, but like fans, you can wait as they come out the back door. Um, and it was really cute. Like she, like, she was getting video of the fans getting video of her. You could tell it was just a really exciting moment for her. I also love to, um, there was an interview where someone's like, was asking her and someone said, you know, um, Tom, you know, do you think Tom's jealous or Tom always was the singer? And now look at you. And she said, I was always a singer. Like, I really like how she was like, I'm not just, this isn't just me. Yes. I'm getting opportunities because of what happened, but this I always had this talent. Like, I mean, it you. was heavily auto-tuned, but she did have that song with James Kennedy. So we yeah. knew there was a voice. And hello, um, good as gold remix, Uber One commercial. Yeah. <laughs> we saw Uber a little Eats. bit of yeah. Uber Eats. Thank you. Um, we saw a little bit of that. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on Lala and watch what happens live. Um, it was interesting. She I feel like she wasn't really taking any accountability for some of the stuff. She did say like, had she seen what happened with Rachel going on Bethany's podcast, she would not have reached out to her that she kind of does what she wants. I thought it was really telling. So there, you know, we've heard that there's been some beef between Lala and Katie and there was a game amongst the three women, like a game where she had to pick amongst the three women of Ariana, Sheena and Katie, you know, who's most likely to hold a grudge who, um, like, do you trust and who do you trust? And so she said that, um, Katie's a vault that she trusts Katie the most with anything that, um, Katie's also the one that is most likely to hold a grudge. Sheena forgives the easiest. Um, I agreed with all of the things she said. There was one other thing she said for Sheena that I think kind of hints at Sheena trying to rebuild a friendship with Sandoval. Mm. I also was surprised in terms of who holds Center Diamond in Beverly Hills, and she chose Kyle over LVP. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like, also by picking Kyle, I was like, I just think picking Kyle is a dangerous choice when your boss is LVP. Like, exactly. Not your, boss, but your executive producer, like, yeah, I wonder if maybe, I would love to know what that cast really thinks of Lisa. I think some of them, appreciate what she's done for them but i think like if i was a lala like lisa sometimes said some shitty things and gave her some tough love when maybe that wasn't the right move. i feel like the reunion was very telling in terms of everyone willing to speak out against lisa if you guys all yeah. remember like they were very much like we don't need you anymore 
Like, yeah. We are the show. <laughs> you, you can move on. You can move on and be a silent partner, Lisa, is basically what they're saying without saying it. Now, pivoting over to another part of California, we have heard all over this week that Morgan Wade has removed she did. of Kyle. And then she removed a ton, though. Um, So it does look like this is something artists do. She just has two pictures that are pinned it was a um it's her concerts um schedule so she's going to be on a tour with Alanis Morissette in 2024 uh and then she also is going to be in the spring doing her own um kind of like tour as well so that's common for artists to do apparently people are saying that Kyle removed photos as well I didn't keep track of what she had before I think she removed some but they're like there are still pictures of Morgan on there. So she didn't like remove every single one, but I don't think there were a ton of pictures on her main feed of just her and Morgan. Like there weren't like solo ones of them. Yeah. And then, you know, feel free to fact check us. And let's say she did remove it. I would find that weird and sus because I've had friendships end um, in my life and I've never gone through my Instagram feed and like delete them from it. So it's more like a, Boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. Now, also the thing that people think is weird, the timing of all this. So Morgan did kind of scrub her Instagram. Paparazzi asked Kyle about it. And she said that's what artists do when they have stuff coming up. Like, the, And it's true. Like, we've also seen, like, Blake Lively one time completely deleted her Instagram for a role that she was playing to kind of, like, build up hype for it. So this isn't, like, and she's in a very happy marriage, so, that well, that we know of. So anyway, um, Kyle said this is nothing new. Uh, But what also kind of triggered people is then shortly after that, the next day, Kyle was seen wearing a Umansky long coat, which, you know, that's obviously the last name that she, you know, got by marrying, you know, Mauricio. So is she showing support for the, you know, Umansky family now? Is she back with... Whatever, you know, so I, I think people, people are speculating. The other thing, too, is like, it's just so annoying because like Kyle also isn't coming out and saying like, I'm divorcing Mauricio. It's we're like separating and we all know she's kind of dating Morgan, but she's not saying that. Yes, it's all messy. And like, I'm sorry for you, Kyle Moe lover. I really don't think those two are gonna, ever going to get back together. I no. think what's done is done. Regardless if it's amicable, regardless of who Kyle's seeing, I think it's kind of done. I think that Umansky is just like, she's very family oriented and her children all have that last name. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't, re- I don't think it's that deep. I, I mean, my mom name. didn't change her last name when her and my dad got divorced because it was like she had that last name for 21 years. It, yeah, it's just, it was the last name of her kids. Like, I get it. Um, And f- for Kyle, I mean, honestly, she's, yeah, Kyle Richards. Like, she doesn't go by Umansky anyway. So that's her way of, like, maybe supporting her girls. Um, Anyway, so I don't know. I think I think there might not really be much to this, but everyone is talking about it. One thing that everyone is confused about and talking about, um, and so we are going to try to explain this to you guys the best we can, JT, not Justin Timberlake, that's the next headline, JT from Southern Charm went to Instagram to say that a person that he once dated, he is going to take legal action against her, that she's defaming him, that she's a liar. Um, I'm actually surprised, like, did he not see these? We saw these TikToks that she posted a while ago. Yeah. So his ex-girlfriend, this is not his wife. This yeah. is his ex-girlfriend, has been 
making TikToks talking about an ex-boyfriend who is on Southern Charm. People have done the math and have connected the dots that it's JT. She claims his whole party trick with like the wine glass to the forearm and like tilting your head back and drinking it like all came from her. She talks about like how douchey he is and all these different types of things. And JT went on his honestly a bit unhinged, uh, went on Instagram and like chose her photo and was like the lies and showed her employer message, her brother thinking it was her husband. Yeah. And so she claps back on TikTok and is like, okay, she calls him out. She's like, you're not going to send me a cease and desist. Like no one is going to think there's anything that's, um, viable here like there's not well and a lawyer would tell you not to post it on instagram yeah she was like the lawyer wouldn't tell you to post my photo on instagram like you idiot like what are you doing and so she's not backing down and is not afraid but i will say like listen any i do feel anything she's saying about jt is for her own clout because she's getting attention we're talking about it right here but I also am like, JT, honey, you got to let the mouse go. If you like, you can't have like unhinged behavior and start posting someone's employer and all these photos and, and draw attention to it. There are a brother that you think's the husband. Like, it's like, come on, dude. Like, this is, yeah. This so is that's not, essentially what's going yeah. on. But, um, yeah, people are talking about it. So I guess it's securing another, another season for JT, um, as well. So maybe. We did. I do want to tell you guys the TikTok that we shared. We did get a message from Madison (laughs) from it. She had watched it and all she said was, good Lord. Yeah. Uh, That's all we got from her. So I always love when they're into Yeah, they're like, Jesus, this is, yeah. Into this as much as we are. So from one JT to another, Justin Timberlake came out. This is actually, I want to talk about this because this is a moment where I'm like, I think this is mostly women and gay men that are out there being Britney stands. I'm sure there's a few straight men, but most it's mostly the girls and the gays. Um, so Justin came out with a song called Selfish um, that hit the charts at number three. And Britney stands were like, uh-uh, you are not going to have a song the same name as a Britney song. And they went out and listened to her song from several years ago, so much. 2011. 2011. Like, guys, 13, 12 and a half years ago, they listened to it so much to make it number two. So Britney's 2011 song, Selfish, beat Justin's new single, Selfish, which I just have to say, is that being petty and maybe a little extra? Sure. I love it, though. It's like, if I were Britney, it's be like, God, the, these are the type of fans and support you need for someone still processing and healing from a lifetime of trauma and abuse. And so I'm like, I hope she saw that and was like, thank you. Thank you to my fans. But then she Um, saw it and apologized. So she, yeah, she saw that the fandom was doing that. And then she posted a real has now since been deleted into Britney fashion. It was Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake. And essentially she's like, I want to apologize if I said anything in the book that hurt feelings. I love the new song. I enjoy you and Jimmy together. Like it was very nice. Like it, it was, was very nice. I think she was also probably saying to people, like, I, well, I, secretly she loves that her fans made one of her songs number two. She made some good money off of that too. But also, um, 
I think she's also trying to say like, I, what I wrote in the book was just telling about my life. It's not like she wants everyone coming after Justin. Yeah. Um, and so I thought it was like very responsible of her. Um, yeah. She said, yeah. if I offended any people I genuinely care about, I am deeply sorry. I also want to say I'm in love with Justin Timberlake's song Selfish. It's so good. And how come I see Justin and Jimmy together? I laugh so hard. Like, again, it was like super nice. Yeah. Yeah. So Justin's coming back for him, like some sort of redemption. Um, sorry, and the sneak tour is not happening because Justin is selfish. So <laughs> he's he is going um on he's been doing like small pop-up shows yeah. like around the country playing his new music. Yeah. So so then he right before he performs Cry Me a River, which is the song about Britney, of course, he says, I'm not apologizing. I'm, I'm not Pardon me because I don't, I know I don't have this verbatim, but essentially I'm not apologizing for fucking anything or anyone. I'm not apologizing to anyone. So immediately it's like, dude. Why don't you I, just say, I wrote this song in a time of hurt. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion around it, but it's still, or just play your song. Yeah. You don't even have to say anything. I know opinion. some Justin Timberlake stands are going to come for me, but there's a lot of people out there that are saying that him and Jessica have actually already separated. No, I believe that. But she was, she was there. Well, of it course. was her birthday. Of course. She but was I there. mean, like how many celebrities do we find out like secretly even, I mean, Meryl no, for sure. Husband, for sure. Know? I have like a hate love for him. Like I do enjoy his music, but I think he's oh, such yeah. a douchebag. And we as a society have let that man run wild with that ego far too long. And we've all caught up to it now. And I just, karma, bitch. I karma agree. Karma the guy in NSYNC. <laughs> Not going to have a number two song called <laughs> Selfish. I number mean, this, three. This spicy episode. I'm like, I'm caffeinated and unhinged. I, I do. I think though. Like I get, he was young at the time, and it like, but I I do feel like like sorry, you're gonna be kind of held accountable for stuff now. So yeah, just to double it. down on your dick behavior. Like yeah, doesn't take a PR like a genius to tell you that. Come on, but anyway, <sighs> um, so that really, I guess, let's end on a high note though. Let's talk a little. We've mentioned karma. Um, last weekend Taylor got to watch her boyfriend Travis Kelsey um when to go to the Super Bowl. I thought it was really interesting. She went down on the field. Everybody was kind of like really excited and surprised by that. She, you could tell that she has a relationship with the family. Uh, even if you don't listen to the podcast, um, you could just see by the interactions. But what I thought was really neat is there was a moment, and a lot of you guys noticed this too, because you messaged us this. There was a moment where they were all in the field and she was helping him, uh, Travis find his brother, Jason. And they embrace and they're talking about it and they get emotional and they joke that they're like, we're criers in our family. We cry. Um, and she just kind of slowly and subtly just drifts off into the background. And she's still there watching from a side and supporting. But she's like, I don't need to be in this shot. This isn't about me. This is about my boyfriend and his brother and the game they love. And like, it was just, I thought it was like a really telling move of like, for those who think this whole thing is fake and stuff. I was like, I don't know if it were fake. She would. Wouldn't she want to be in that shot? Like the fact that she just kind of slowly stepped back. So anyway, whether you like it or not, the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. I know a lot of 49er fans were mad at me that I jumped on the Detroit Lions bandwagon. I'm still really upset that Detroit Lions are not in the Super Bowl. Ooh, she's doubling down. I'm I'm on the bandwagon and like I'm like not getting off of it. Like I was messaging people. I'm like, no, I will be hardcore going for Detroit next season. I think it's they they've earned this. It's their time. But 
I'm very excited. I'm going to mess up her name, but um, one of the players for the 49ers, um, Kayla, wife, the wife, Kristen is her name. Oh, just kidding. Well, Kayla well. is um, Travis's ex. Um, Kristen, I like, I will butcher the last name. Um, but she made that awesome custom coat that Travis, uh, that, uh, Taylor and Brittany wore to support Travis and Pat Mahomes. Um, she's done it for other, like other celebrities. Simone and, Biles, yeah. Olivia um, Cupo. She's done it for men too, um, as well. So she like takes the jerseys and she like is not breaking any laws by doing this by any means, but the NFL, I think seeing that she has a talent and maybe a way to continue bringing another demographic and audience into the, um, you know, interest of football, they um, have given her the rights to use like NFL, the like NFL logo and stuff in her. Um, yeah. Because work. she was technically doing that illegally, but they well, just let it I like fly. looked into it and I think if she gifted now, if people paid her, this is where it could get like tricky, but if she created that on her own and gifted it to Taylor and Brittany, then I don't think she broke any laws. Got it. But anyway, um, but now she doesn't have to worry about it and she gets to do it. And I think that's really exciting. And I also want to say, I forgot to talk about this when it happened, but her husband, shout out to him. What a supportive guy. Um, Justin, and I'm going to butcher his last name, but um, every single picture of that, the coat of Taylor or Brittany wearing her coat, he commented made by Kristen and like at, put her managed, like, like at yeah, mentioned her. Yeah. Mentioned her. And I was like, every single one and i was like this is a guy who like obviously loves his wife but like he now is playing this team in the super bowl like you know commenting on all these things about the chiefs like he's like i don't care that it's for the other team this is my wife and like she killed it and so i I thought that was really cool. that's really cool i also love that in her coat her reveal she had underneath it's a super bowl bound I don't know yeah. if you've seen that, but it was like really cute. Like she didn't know what the outcome of the game was going to be, but once yeah. they won, she like popped it up and it was like Super Bowl bound, and it was yeah. just like a really cute moment. I also want to shout out to a local Kansas City business. It's EB and Co. I've always been a big fan. Um, they're getting a lot of attention right now due to the ring that Taylor is wearing and the earrings that Donna Kelsey. Apparently, Donna Kelsey per- got the ring for Taylor to wear to the game. So I just want to shout out to a local business. I do feel like the Kelsey clan has been very supportive of um, Kansas City local businesses. And so I can't share the photo because there's like minors in it. But my friend's nieces were at a boutique um, in a part of Kansas City um, nearby where Travis's new house is. And Mama Kelsey was in there and they took photos with her and they said she could not have been nicer. And she was actually looking for local stuff to wear to the game. So I think like they like They'll go to these local boutiques and find stuff that like, you know, they could go to Amazon if they wanted to, but they're supporting local businesses. Which I love as a Kansas yeah. City and KC Pride. Um, and this wraps up the, like what a roller coaster of an episode. I mean, <laughs> we've gone through a lot. We were spicy and now we're like, we're like in a happy, let's support and love one another. Um, and to the 49er fans, may the best team win. Uh, I am happy you guys made it. I just wanted the lions more. Um, it is what it is. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't done so already, please hit five stars, leave us a written review. Um, we are trying to get live shows together to get more talent on here. I think in talking a little bit with Craig, we got like inspired and motivated to do more with this podcast. Um, so we need your help though, so that we can become a little bit more, um, 
available and that people can access this easier. And when you're higher on the charts, you're more likely to be recommended to other people. Uh, your podcast is. So thank you guys so much for your support and make it a great day or no. The choice is yours. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.